this is Monsters of the Football, a podcast that details infamy and scandal in the world of sport. Hello and welcome to Monsters of the Clubhouse, Season 4, the second of the Scandals edition. This episode features on the Calcio Poli, which was some of the darkest days in Italian football. The Calcio Poli was a sports scandal involving Italy's top professional association, Serie A, and to a lesser extent, Serie B. It involved various clubs and numerous executives, both from the same clubs and from the main Italian football bodies, AIA, FIGC, and LNP as well as some referees and referee assistants. The scandal was uncovered in May 2006 when a number of telephone tapings showed relations between club executives and referee organisations during the football seasons of 2004-2005 and 2005-2006 being accused of selecting favourable referees. I would obviously be remiss to completely skim over the other extremely important thing happening in Italian football in 2006. If you'll indulge me, I would like to recant the performance of Italy at the 2006 World Cup in what maintains one of my personal favourite World Cups of all time. Heading into the World Cup, Italy was led by coach Marcello Lippi, who had carefully selected a balanced squad comprising experienced veterans and talented newcomers. The team boasted a formidable defence led by the iconic Fabio Cannavaro and goalkeeper Gianluigi Buffon. In midfield, Italy had the creativity of Andre Perlo and the tenacity of Gennaro Gattuso. In attack, Totti and Del Piero spearheaded the Azores' offensive prowess. Italy was drawn in Group E alongside Ghana, the United States and the Czech Republic. Their campaign began with a hard-fought 2-0 victory over Ghana, with goals from Alberto Gilardino and Vincenzo Iquinta. In the subsequent match against the United States, the Azori played out a dramatic one-all draw, with Alberto Gilardino scoring once again. Italy secured their place in the knockout stages with a 2-0 win over the Czech Republic, with Marco Matarazzi and Filippo Inzaghi finding the net. In the round of 16, Italy faced a stern test against Australia. In a tense encounter, it was Francesco Totti's last-minute penalty that secured a narrow 1-0 victory for the Azori. The quarterfinals brought a showdown against Ukraine, where Gianluca Zambrada and Luca Toni netted the skit seal a convincing 3-0 win for Italy. The semi-final clash was against the host nation, Germany, and was one of the more memorable matches of the tournament. The game ended nil all after extra time, but Italy emerged victorious in the penalty shootout. Fabio Crosso's iconic penalty secured Italy's spot in the final. Italy's opponents in the final were France, led by Zinedine Zidane. The match took place on July 9th, 2006, 
at the Olympia Stadion in Berlin. Italy got off to a rough start with Zidane's early penalty. However, Marco Materazzi cancelled out with a powerful header. Ironically, it is a powerful header from Zidane on Materazzi. That is how this final will always be remembered. The match remained tied one all at the end of both regular and extra time. This led to a penalty shootout and Gian Luigi Buffon's heroics in goal combined with expertly taken penalties from the Italian players saw Italy win 5-3 and secure their fourth World Cup title. Several Italian players were standout performers during the 2006 World Cup. Fabio Cannavaro's exceptional defensive displays earned him the tournament's golden ball as the best player. Gianluigi Buffon's commanding presence and goal was instrumental in Italy's success, while Andre Perlo's masterful midfield performance earned him widespread acclaim. Italy's triumph in the 2006 World Cup was met with euphoria and jubilation back home. Football fans across the country celebrated in the streets, waving flags and donning the national team's colours. The Italian players were hailed as heroes and received a warm reception upon the return to Italy. The 2006 World Cup victory brought immense pride and joy to the nation as it marked a triumphant return to the pinnacle of international football for Italy. The tournament showcased the resilience and determination of the Azori and remains a cherished memory for, for football fans, both in Italy and around the world. It also provided a welcome distraction from the turmoil experience in the months that preceded. And now to the Calciopoli. The origins of the Calciopoli can be traced back to the 2004-2005 Serie A season in Italy. The scandal revolved around a complex web of corruption, match fixing and illicit communications involving top officials, clubs and referees within the Italian football hierarchy. The catalyst for this scandal was a power struggle for dominance in Italian football, primarily between Juventus and AC Milan, two of the country's most successful and influential clubs. At the heart of Calciopoli was Luciano Mogi, the general manager of Juventus at the time. Mogi was a cunning and influential figure known for his shrewd dealings in the transfer market and his ability to influence decisions within the Italian Football Federation, FIGC, and the Italian Referees Association, AIA. Mogi had built a vast network of connections and influence, which he allegedly used to advance the interests of Juventus and undermine their rivals. The first sign of trouble emerged during the 2004-2005 season when Inter Milan, Juventus' fierce competitors, filed a complaint with the FIGC accusing Mogi and Juventus of attempting to manipulate referee selections to favour their team. Inter Milan's complaint was based on intercepted telephone conversations 
between Mogi and various FIGC and AIA officials. These conversations indicated that Mogi had been in regular contact with high-ranking individuals in both organizations, discussing referee appointments and match outcomes. The intercepted conversations exposed a pattern of collusion and pressure tactics used by Mogi to ensure favorable decisions for Juventus. The evidence pointed to a system of corruption that extended beyond just one club, implicating other prominent Italian teams like AC Milan, Lazio and Fiorentina. AC Milan in particular was often a target of Mogi's manipulations due to their fierce rivalry with Juventus. As the scandal unfolded, Italian authorities launched a thorough investigation led by the FIGC. Guido Rossi, a respected business executive, was appointed as a special commissioner to oversee the investigation whilst also ensuring its impartiality. Rossi's team de delved into the intercepted conversations and testimonies from various individuals involved, including club officials and referees. The findings were damning, and it became evident that the Calciopoli was not an isolated incident, but rather a widespread network of corruption. The investigation revealed how Mogi and other club officials pressured referees to favour certain outcomes, manipulated the appointment of specific referees for crucial matches, and engaged in various forms of match fixing. The Calciopoli scandal involved several prominent teams within Serie A, the top tier in Italian football. The scandal exposed a web of corruption, match fixing and illicit communications that implicated key officials, managers and players from some of Italy's most successful and renowned football clubs. The major teams involved in the Calciopoli scandal were Juventus, AC Milan, Inter Milan, Fiorentina, Regina and Lazio. As one of the most successful and historically significant clubs in Italy, Juventus found itself at the centre of the Calciopoli storm. The club was under the leadership of general manager Luciano Mogi, who was considered the mastermind behind the match-fixing and corruption allegations. Mogi's influence within the Italian Football Federation and the Italian Referees Association allowed him to manipulate referee selections and influence match outcomes in favour of events. The team faced severe consequences and this included stripping them of their 2004, 2005 and 2005-2006 Serie A titles and relegation to Serie B with a significant points deduction. As Juventus's arch rivals, AC Milan was also caught up in the Calciopoli scandal. The club, led by its influential vice president, Adriano Galani, was subject to allegations of having its own network of connections within the FIGC and the AIA. AC Milan was accused of seeking favourable decisions from F referees just like Juventus. However, while AC Milan faced penalties and fines, they managed to avoid relegation. 
Inter Milan, another Italian football giant, played a crucial role in bringing the Calciopoli scandal to light. The club's president, Gian Chianta Facetta, and its manager, Roberto Mancini, were among the first to file an official complaint at the FIGC, accusing Juventus of attempting to manipulate referee appointments. Inter Milan's complaint served as the initial trigger for the investigation that eventually exposed the broader corruption network in Italian football. Fiorentina, a well-established club with a passionate fan base, was also implicated in the Calciopoli scandal. The club's owner, Diego Delavale, was accused of seeking favourable decisions from referees to benefit Fiorentina in key matches. As a consequence, the team faced severe penalties, which included point deduction and financial fines. Lazio, another prominent Serie A club, was also ensnared in the Calciopoli scandal. Like Fiorentina, the club's owner, Claudio Latito, was accused of attempting to influence referee appointments and match outcomes to favour Lazio. Lazio faced penalties and fines for involvement in the scandal, although these were never fully reported. And the final club involved in the scandal was Regina. The club's owner, Pasquale Fatti, was accused of involvement in attempts to influence referee appointments and manipulate match outcomes. A consequence of their involvement, Regina also faced points deduction and financial fines. It is essential to note that while these clubs and their officials were implicated in the Calciopoli scandal, not all individuals associated with the teams were necessarily involved or even aware of the corruption. The primary scandal revolved around a handful of powerful figures and their networks of influence within the FIGC and the AIA. While I have listed the individual punishments for clubs and those involved, it is only when we examine the impact on Syria as a whole that it begins to explain some of the reasons as to why Italian clubs have not been the perennial challengers in Europe that they would have been up until the mid noughties The clubs implicated in the Calciopoli scandal faced severe penalties from the Italian Football Federation. Juventus, the most affected club, was stripped of their 2004-2005 and 2005-2006 Serie A titles whilst simultaneously being relegated to Serie B for the following season. AC Milan, Fiorentina and Lazio also received point deductions and fines for their involvement in the scandal. The penalties were a blow to the affected club's prestige, financial stability and competitive prospects. The reputation of Italian football suffered a significant blow due to the Calciopoli. The scandal exposed deep-rooted corruption within the sport and it tarnished the image of Italian football on the international stage. Fans, players and sponsors lost confidence in the integrity of the game in Italy, leading to a decline in attendance at matches and financial repercussions for the league. The reputation of Italian football suffered a blow affecting its standing on the global stage. The competitive landscape shifted and player exodus from the implicated clubs altered the league's dynamics. Even years after the scandal, 
its shadow continues to influence perceptions of Italian football. Calciopoli led to the resignation of several high-ranking officials in Italian football. Franco Carraro, the FIGC president, resigned in the wake of the scandal, as did the head of the Italian Referees Association. Many club officials and referees involved in the scandal faced bans and suspensions from football-related activities, effectively ending their careers. The scandal prompted significant reforms in the governance of Italian football. The FIGC introduced stringent regulations and monitoring mechanisms to prevent match fixing and corruption in the future. The Italian Referees Association also revamped its selection and assessment process to ensure greater transparency and impartiality in assigning referees to matches. Several players who were associated with the implicated clubs faced challenges in their careers due to the fallout from Calciopoli. The scandal raised questions about the legitimacy of match results and the fairness of competitions, casting doubt on the performance of players associated with the affected clubs. Some players sought transfers to other leagues or clubs to distance themselves from the tainted reputation of Italian football. The exodus of talent had an impact on the quality of football in Serie A and this has taken significant time to recover. Arguments could be made that the globalisation of the Premier League has elongated this longer than could have been expected at the time. Calciopoli had significant implications for Italian clubs' participation in European competitions. Juventus, for example, relegated to Serie B, which affected their ability to compete in the prestigious UEFA Champions League. AC Milan, despite retaining their Serie A titles, faced scrutiny and scepticism from European football authorities and fans. Calciopoli also significantly impacted the competitive balance in Serie A. With Juventus relegated to Serie B, the dominant force in Italian football was temporarily weakened. This allowed other clubs to challenge for the league title and the competitive landscape in the league shifted and it took several years for Juventus to regain its dominant position. While the initial aftermath of Calciopoli was obviously marred by controversy and disappointment, the scandal also presented an opportunity for Italian football to rebuild and reform. The league implemented changes to enhance transparency, fairness and sporting integrity. Over time, these measures have helped restore some faith in the league and in the past 15 years since, it has started to improve its competitiveness, not just nationally, but also on a European level. For evidence of this, look to Lazio's first Scudetto since Maradona, an Italian side featuring in all three levels of European finals this season. Despite his elite, they also obviously lost all three. And additionally, at Euro 2020, which obviously took place in 2021, Syria represented the third most represented league at the competition. However, however, when we reached the knockout stages of the competition, the league standing had jumped to first. This, I will believe, highlights the calibre of player that now calls Syria and Italy home. In conclusion, Calciopoli remains one of the most significant scandals in the world of football. 
It exposed a network of corruption that shook Italian football to its core. The scandal's fallout led to widespread reforms and a renewed commitment to the sport's integrity. But it also left a lasting scar on the reputation of Italy's most prestigious football clubs. Calcio Poli serves as a stark reminder of the importance of transparency, honesty and fair play in preserving the integrity of the beautiful game. I hope you enjoyed this episode of Monster of the Clubhouse. And if you did, just a friendly reminder that reviews, even just a rating on whatever platform you're using, really helps me to continue to produce this show. Good night.